0: You've worked hard for your money. Now it's time to make it work even harder for you. With Discover Cashback Debit, everyone can get cash back on everyday debit card purchases with no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode of Betches Brides. I'm your host, Fallon Carter. Wow, guys, It's summer. I'm loving it. Everything's happening. It's also wedding season. So wedding season, I and it's like, it's it's all it feels like wedding season's all the days and every other day. But everyone's like, oh, you must love planning weddings. And I'm like, you know, as some of you listening are planning your own wedding, most of our lives consist of not the pretty things of what one thinks are coming into a wedding. It's like, how do I make sure I don't F up this person's special day? So, Most of my nights, you know, I'm tossing and turning at like 2 or 3 a.m. because I'm like, did I tell the linen person about the delivery time? Or, oh, did I put this on? So all of the things that you guys are feeling when it comes to your wedding, they are absolutely normal. And the best thing is you only have to experience them for your wedding. I have to experience these anxiety-driven fits in the middle of the night for 13 people sometimes at a time. I'm managing every single detail for their day. So every single vendor, every single conversation, and I'm having to navigate the relationship of each vendor and how they operate and who do I need to sweet talk and who would I need to be stern with and oh, don't talk about that wedding party. You know how I feel about wedding parties, guys. So when I tell you right now, I experience severe anxiety from planning events and you guys will as well, and it is normal. It's just give yourself permission to be okay. Take a day off, take a break, and sometimes you just gotta close the laptop and take a breath. At the end of it, you will be married, and that's all that matters, and no one's dying. No, We're not saving any lives, we're not doing anything. So we're in the thick of it. Stay true to you, and plan the wedding that you wanna have. So on today's episode, we have basically one of my favorite creative partners, which is Randy. Creating floor plans, creating designs, that's like, it's something you think a planner only does or a designer, but this is something that you can do too. And I'm very excited to show you guys how we do it. We also have Claire on the show. She's gonna be talking through how does she, she just doesn't know how to design the space. And so we're gonna show her how to use Mary to design her space so she can see it and visualize it. Everyone's a visual learner. I think most most of us are visual learners, but visualizing your event without the tools necessary is really hard and it's hard for you to convey what you want your event to look like to your other creative partners. So, Mary, I absolutely love and I can't wait to share it with you and continue having a fabulous wedding journey. Take it easy, take a break, take a nap, take a week off if you need to because everything's going to get done the way it should be done. And that's all I got for you today. Let's get into the episode. Hey Claire.
1: Fallon, how's it going? I'm Great. How are you? I'm good. Good. Ready to get started. Ready to pick your brain about all the Ooh, things. Pick it, honey.
0: I am ready. I am so ready. In our intro call, too, I was like, I told Becca today, I was like, this this is gonna be a good one. Claire, Claire's ready. Claire knows. I'm so ready. <laughs> Claire knows what Claire wants, and I think we're we're very excited to have you on. So thank you. Let's take it from the top. I think we do this normal. Intro. We want to get to know you. Your love story. Your bae, Your yes. partner. Talk to us. Tell me. Tell me yeah. all the things.
1: <laughs> all right. So I got engaged in December. My fiance's mm. name is Chris. Yes. And Hi Chris, we love you. Yes, I love him too. We all. Everyone who's met him. <laughs> everyone really, really loves, loves Chris. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, we actually met because I slid into his
0: DMs. <gasps> so yes. All right. I made the first move. I told y'all, Claire knows what Claire wants.
1: <laughs> very, I said very it. True. I said it
0: first. She you knows. Sure did. So you yeah. slid in. Go ahead, girl. I slid in.
1: I had no idea what to say. I, I had, you know, some mutual friends and everything, so we kind of knew each other, but we didn't know okay. each other fully. Um, and I didn't know, you know, how to introduce myself or anything. So I replied to one of his Instagram stories with a clappy emoji. And yeah, that was kind of my segue in. I don't know. No words. Just just, I like just it. emojis. <laughs> <You da-da-da. know? laughs> but all he did was like my clap. So I was like, OK, clearly not interested. It's OK. It's fine. Well, and
0: I mean, <laughs> but how do you really like I when people like heart my thing? I'm like, thank you. Double tap. You know? what, what 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 does one say to an emoji? He, what he would you appreciate expecting? yeah,
1: he would appreciate your defense because <laughs> okay. that is always his defense. What am I supposed to say? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe hi or some other form of acknowledgment. But anyways, about a week later, I posted on my Instagram story and he clapped back. Oh, I was like, this is exactly it. This is happening. I know. Okay. Okay, Yeah, we're clapping. So um, that is what was the segue. And then I replied back to that and said something snarky. And here we are um, about two years later. So
0: (laughs) super exciting. Yeah. (laughs) So two years later, which means you slid in the DMs Was this pre COVID, right before? It was in May of 2021. So, yeah, it was kind of middle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, we knew what was happening at that point. It wasn't a, yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah, Towards the end. (laughs) So, you guys have fallen head over heels for each other and have decided to get married. And my favorite question to ask why? What's your intention and why not elope? Just to
2: celebrate our love.
1: I mean, he he is a very social person. I'm pretty social too, but we just have so many friends and family that we would love to have all fly in and celebrate not only our love, but everyone mm. else's love around us too. I think we're going to have some sort of element in our wedding that does involve all of the other couples that are there that are married or have been partners for a long time. And we're going to celebrate just everyone oh. being unified. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I love that. I- there are some weddings that I've seen that have been like where they'll announce like people like if you've been married for this long, stand up and yeah. let's meet on the dance floor. Are you doing something like that?
1: No, I think we're actually going to do kind of more of like a – memory table, um so oh, to say. Okay. So
0: we're going to have my
1: parents and then his parents kind of as the focal points. And then okay. on our wedding website, we're asking everyone who is married to submit photos of their wedding day. And Aww. it's been a surprise, but that's okay. They can know now. We're going to print <laughs> all of those out. So we're just going to have a really big kind of collage of Aww. other people's wedding days. Yeah.
0: That's beautiful. <laughs> all right. I'm sorry to spoil the alert. That's okay. Sorry, guys. Spoiler alert. All right. That's, so you've got some good ideas. You're You're on it. And And where's your wedding taking place?
1: So we are getting married at the Mission Basilica in San Juan Capistrano. So actually inside the basilica in the church.
0: Ooh, serious church weddings. I'm always like, how far in advance do you guys have to book serious churches? Like sometimes it's a, you got to know the person and fill out paperwork and talk to deacons and bishops and all these other things. What was your experience like doing a church wedding?
1: Lots of preparations. I mean, I grew up <laughs> in the Catholic church, so I always had an idea that I wanted to get married in the church. Um, unfortunately, okay. the basilica is not actually my home church, which actually makes it even more difficult because you have to Ooh. go through even more of like an approval process, basically. Okay. Um, so I reached out to the priest who had I mean, he's known me forever. He's known my family forever and basically had to get his approval. And then from there, I had to get the approval of the um, priest at that church at the Basilica to say, yes, okay, that's all right. And then we've started the whole process, but we have lots more to do just kind of from a religious standpoint as well, because um, Chris was not raised in the Roman Catholic Church.
0: Okay. Where was Chris, what was Chris's denomination?
1: Um, he was actually Byzantine Catholic. So close, but not exactly the same. So
0: if it's didn't not know Roman. there was a difference. Yeah, right? i yeah. gotcha. Didn't know there were that many types of Catholics, but now I we actually,
1: know. I <laughs> actually, yeah, I didn't know either until um, I had met him. So yeah, some of the things cross over, but because he was not born and raised Roman Catholic, there are other classes and things that we have to take together.
0: Interesting. Copy. Say less. All right, cool. (laughs) So you guys have jumped through all the hoops for the church. When is the wedding? Uh, It's in January. Middle of
1: January. Mm -hmm.
0: Love. But on the West Coast, what's the weather like in January? It'll it'll also be nice-ish.
1: Yeah, nice-ish. I mean, you know. Not snowing, but. (laughs) Not snowing. I hope it's not going to be rainy like we
0: had this season. Uh, That was terrible. I wanted a refund. (laughs) I just moved to L.A. seven months ago, and I keep saying like, This past winter, it was a better winter in New York That when I left. I was like, am I the drama? Did I bring the drama? (laughs) Did I bring the rain? Because it rained every day. I was like, I want a refund of my move. This was a terrible idea.
1: Anyway, I just, yeah, I keep thinking about everyone else who had weddings or anything during this <gasps> year's winter season because they're probably counting on it being dry and I can almost certainly say it was not.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, when I go to a venue I'm like, "Oh, what's the rain plan?" and they all mm-hmm. look at me like I've got, yeah. you know, stars around my head like, "Rain we don't do rain plans on the West Coast sunshine." girlfriend. And I'm like, you do now. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly.
1: And I think that's one reason we were able to go with January was because of course the Basilica is indoors. So that's not going to be impacted by weather. And then our reception as well is not going to be impacted by weather either because it's inside and we actually have an
0: indoor and outdoor space available to us. So if the weather throws us curves balls. We will be okay. (laughs) Yes. You're set and fall in love with your rain plan is pro tip guys. Uh (laughs) And just make sure you really love it. So where your, is your reception right now? What's the venue? So the
1: reception is the Laguna Cliffs Marriott and Dana Point. So it's okay. about 10 minutes or so away from the Basilica. It's just a short drive on the 405. And that's very different in Orange County than it is in LA. It actually is a short <laughs> drive across the, the 405. And yeah, they have a beautiful ballroom. We have half of the ballroom because we have about 150 people. But as I had mentioned, they have a hybrid indoor-outdoor space. So the cocktail hour as of right now with no rain, um, is going to be outside and then we'll move everybody inside for the rest of the night.
0: Okay. I love that. Yeah. All right. So you guys have venue space. Was there anything that happened with picking a wedding date, picking the space? Like tell me about your process and getting to where you are now.
1: Yeah, so I had always wanted a winter wedding. Um, okay. That's just something that I've kind of always dreamed of. I like the idea of it being off season um, in Southern Good California. You. <laughs> Thank you. Um, in Southern California, you know, the weather is generally better. And we were thinking December originally, actually. So just basically a hmm. whole year after our engagement. But with holidays, I, I had realized that a lot of the hotels, the country clubs, Mm. everything would be decorated um, in holiday decor. And Mm -hmm. I didn't personally you don't want to lean into that <laughs> no, no, i love the nutcracker but you know i don't want yeah, two nutcrackers not, not outside no part. um yeah and, and same thing with the church because they outfit the church for the holidays as well oh. with christmas trees and things like that so um you don't want to, to see make little sure.
0: mother mary or baby jesus anywhere near, near no, what you were doing.
1: <laughs> no no, stables or christmas trees is or a big little donkey yeah. yeah copy that all
0: right I I can yeah. see where that could be a that could be a yeah. thing. And also sometimes we have to ask them, can you please remove the decor? And they're like, sure, here's a yeah. bill for that. So right. it's it's like just let's not during the holiday season. I agree yeah. with you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then just in terms of schedules too, I think it's just really difficult to get everybody to be available on December 20th yeah. or whatever it is, just that close the holidays. So yeah, yeah, finances. So we liked January and then um, the date that we're getting married is actually over a holiday weekend. It's a three-day weekend. So okay. we loved that um, just because you know it's great. It gives everyone kind of an extra day off for reprieve and um, we have a lot of out-of-town people, so they have an extra, extra day. <laughs>
0: Love it! Yeah. Generation Tux understands that coordinating suit and tux looks for your wedding party can be overwhelming. That's why they make it easy, convenient, and stress free with online suit and tux rentals that allow you to do everything online from the comfort of your own home. Generation Tux specializes in high quality men's formal wear rentals starting at $149 and award-winning five-star customer service. You can choose from 25 styles of suits and tuxedos and thousands of accessory color combinations. Test drive your wedding looks with a free home try-on and swatches for color matching your wedding hues. When you rent with Generation Tux, you'll experience a fully online platform with a guaranteed fit algorithm. They basically make coordinating your wedding party's rentals a breeze with groomsmen management tools. Best of all, you and your wedding party will receive round-trip shipping with head-to-toe looks delivered 14 days in advance. And you can try Generation Tux for yourself by visiting generationtux.com. Build your head-to-toe looks, get free swatches, a free home try-on, and manage your entire wedding party online. That's G-E-N-E-R-A-T-I-O-N-T-U-X.com. Whenever I'm working with a new couple, the first thing I tell them is, Do not walk, run, make sure that your registry is with Zola, go do it now, period. But little did I know, Zola can help you plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. They're way more than a registry. So, they've got free planning tools like a customizable checklist, you can do websites, you can find venues and vendor discovery. Like there's there's so many things that are accessible on Zola. So, everything on Zola is designed to make your wedding journey as easy as possible. And with invites that are fun to create, And of course, my favorite, the wedding registry, packed with gifts you actually want. Zola can take you basically from save our date to thank you so much without even breaking a sweat. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go. Game changer. Zola makes wedding planning easy and stress-free. They're the first and only stop you need to make on your wedding planning journey. They've thought of everything you'll need and have built every tool to get you to I Do, including customized checklists to get you moving, keep you on track, and prepare you for what's next. Zola will give you expert guidance and unparalleled support. Their wedding pros are on call to walk couples from question to answer anytime. Start planning at zola.com. That's Z O L A.com. Okay, then you've got a great foundation. What's keeping you up at night? When it comes to planning this wedding,
1: so many all of the things, but I think um, <laughs> <laughs> ask Chris every day. I have a new idea or something to that effect. Um, but the biggest one is design. I really okay. um, I, I work in more so corporate events myself, and so mm-hmm. I've seen many different designs, many different entertainment options as well. And so mm-hmm. because of that, I think my brain is just overflowing with ideas, and I really yeah. need to narrow it on down. Yeah. So that's kind of my, my biggest issue. And then also um, sweets. I love Ooh. all things wedding cakes and I love all things desserts. So I love to kind of talk about those special dessert options and okay. how we can satisfy our guests in that way.
0: All right. Right now with your venue, does it come with in-house catering? Yes. Yeah, it okay.
1: does. Mm-hmm.
0: And with your current menu, what's the dessert concept right now that you that's existing, if there is any?
1: Um, so included in our package is a cake. Um, okay. To be completely honest, I have not yet reached out to the bakery to talk about <laughs> what exactly it that means. That okay. Yeah. Um, I do know that I would like to probably keep, the, if we do a cake, keep it to um, the person that they recommended, the bakery that they recommended, just because yeah. if it comes from elsewhere, it will be an upcharge.
0: Mm, of course. they. I mean, yeah. that's what they do. <laughs> Upcharge you. They're going to charge you a cake cutting fee. Yep, they might just yep. charge you to get a union person to hold the door open while the cake comes in. Who knows? <laughs> so when it comes to sweets and desserts, I always ask the couples, what are the things that, one, their friends know them for? What are their favorite things? Mm-hmm. Because as, as also a fellow sweet tooth woman, I love to have the things that I like. So what are some of the things that you guys love when it comes to sweets?
1: So I eat with my eyes. I always have, always will. So Mm -hmm. I think for me, it's almost more about the appearance of the cake. I love the idea of a three, four-tier cake. I know it is not necessary at all, but I just almost see it kind of as a design element, again, something that can be woven into the whole concept of the ballroom.
0: Sometimes there are some things that are kind of unnecessary, but they bring you joy. And this is the one day where you can kind of do some... Can we all say that a wedding is a little unnecessary in theory? Like it's all a little, where well, it's it's a nice to have. You might as well get that cake, put some sparklers on it, make it bounce, make it hang from the ceiling, girl. do Do the cake the way you want to do that cake. Yeah. So you want it to look like a wedding cake.
1: Yeah, you want to yeah. make it big. <laughs> I do. And, and, and something that I have considered, I've actually, I've never seen one that I know of in person, mm. but even a faux tiered cake where I know a yes. part of it is real. So you can have the whole cake cutting. But that is something that I have very much considered. Again, I would just love to see one in person or maybe I already have and I don't know it um, okay. <laughs> just to kind of, you know, feel out how that design looks as well.
0: So with a cake, when because w- what you're saying is exactly what cake designers are doing. They design cakes. The cake itself is the cheapest part. It's the powder. It's whatever the ingredients are. And it's it makes it edible. But most of the time, those fabulous, amazing cakes tend to be artificial. And they are, like you're saying, there's just a little slice. I've done a cake once where we did hang it from the ceiling like a chandelier. Do you remember? What was her name? Kaylee Cuoco? or something, or like that. Back in the day, she did one of those massive upside-down hanging cakes, and she cut the cake kind of upside down. My client saw that, and she was like, Fallon, we have to do it. Girl, the way we had to attach the cake to a chandelier, hang it up, and I had to tell her exactly where there's only this much piece of cake that's real. Everything else is styrofoamed, and it's decorated to the nine. So just cut here. So yes, it exists. What you wanted it exists. I think you should go for it. And you just need to have the conversation with the baker that's there to say, hey, this is my plan. Can you do this? But my next question is, if you eat with your eyes, do you care about the quality and the taste of the cake? Or is the appearance really what you want to be the game changer?
1: This is, I think, the only area where Chris and I defer. He is the total foodie. (laughs) He is the chef. He is all the things. Um, If you ask him what he cares most about our wedding, it is the food. It is the taste of everything. Mm -hmm. If you ask me, it's more the design, the fun, the entertainment, and all that good stuff. (laughs) Yeah. So, of course, (laughs) I I know that I'm just making this real difficult on us, but best of both worlds would be ideal because that would satisfy both of us. Yes. I, I do know, too, that cake is generally served later in the evening, maybe we could alter our timeline that way. But as a result, at least from again, what I've seen, it doesn't seem to get enjoyed as much as the actual course does. Yeah. So that's something to consider too.
0: Yeah. Most of the cakes we're seeing now absolutely do go to waste. And I will say that because most of the weddings that we're working, there isn't a seated dessert course. If you want to ensure that your cake actually gets enjoyed, you want to make that a seated course where you cut the cake maybe during dinner and then it's taken in the back. It's cut into pieces and it's physically served as a dessert on the table and guests actually eat it. That's the way you get people to do it. But most of the time now it's like, I want to dance. I want to party. And it's like, it's being passed. It's on a table somewhere behind something else. And no one ever knows this cake exists except the people who are cake people who are like, <laughs> I saw the cake being yeah. cut. Where is the cake? I need the cake. But yeah. Yeah. In that instance, it's having a conversation with Chris to say, all right, we can try and get the best of the both worlds by having your faux cake, which is fabulous and spectacular. It's got all the bells and whistles with your little faux piece that's cut. And then you've got some amazing cake. And maybe that's coming from a bakery that you guys both really love and they make the cakes that you want. It's specialty, whatever. And that sheet cake is provided for all of your guests and that is served to your guest or you can do the normal thing of having it passed and yada, 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 and maybe only getting, how many guests do you have? 150? 150, yeah. Yeah, get cake for like 75 people. That's a great point. That's from the from the good place, from like get yeah. the, get the good expensive mm-hmm. cake that's in the back, yeah. cut it real nice. They Once you roll that little cake away, no one knows. I see. And then, do you know, it might
1: be venue dependent, but do, is there still probably a cake cutting fee for the actual sheet cake?
0: Yes, and I would have a conversation with your venue, and see. But also, you haven't tasted the cake from the bakery they provided yet, because you might actually like it. That's true. I mean, I'm sure it's you might love it. Delightful. Yeah. Any sort of yeah.
1: sugar and gluten is great for me. So,
0: <laughs> I mean, lean in. Like, yes, I was like, yeah. just, it might be spectacular. But ask them that before you make the decision. Like, hey, okay. we want. Can this comp- and maybe this company specializes in making it spectacular. Find out what the mm-hmm. skill set is. If they have great tasting okay. cake, but their designs are a little like 1998, you're like, okay, great. You guys are making the sheet cake, so we don't have to pay for that. And I'm going to find the person who can make the cake. Got
1: it. I love it.
0: Give that a shot. That
1: is great. It's good for the best of both (laughs) worlds too. (laughs)
0: You're going to have a lot of conversations with people because they're like, you really just want me to make a styrofoam cake? And you're like, yes. Yeah. (laughs) And like, that's all I want you to do. See what happens.
1: So that's my next question. Is it a bakery that I would go to for the styrofoam Mm -hmm. cake or, okay. Do you have any
0: recommendations or is it local? I I know a lot of my New York favorites. My Uh, LA favorites, I don't have a lot yet. Yeah. I wish I knew exactly who I would tell you to call, but yes, you go to a baker because think about the styrofoam cakes that they have to yeah. make for their window displays if they have yeah. a, a shop. Yeah, go to they'll yeah. they'll make you something. And to be honest, sometimes they want to have some really cool fun with it. They want to make something opulent.
1: Thing is, too, I mean, if they want, they can always have it back. <laughs>
0: You I know? think rental cakes might have been a business at some point so I'm not even going to play with you ah,
2: it, it okay. might be a thing it might be a thing
0: talk to the baker and see what you can come up with say this is my idea I really want this to be slightly obnoxious and awesome can you bring this here but put in a fake slice for me yes. so we can at least cut it I love that see what they say Chris is going to love it too <laughs> thank you Fallon yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like, because I'm like an like olive oil cake is my favorite like I'm so I'm a little abstract when it co- – I'm not a real cake person. I'm more of a cookies. I'm more of – I'm ice cream. Like I am ah. sorbets, ice creams, and like Ferrero Rochers. Like I i don't know. So I, I agree with cr- – like if I'm going to have a dessert course, I want it to be of like a dessert that has the the drizzles and the stuff. So cake, I'm like, yeah. sure, I guess. But yeah. if you have a cake course, you can really put a piece of cake on there, drizzle it well, make it really beautiful, mm. and it's a, way more enjoyable.
1: Yeah. It can add a lot
0: too. Yes. Yeah. I love a full three courses. I like to sit down and have my dessert and then get up and go go ham on the dance floor. Yes. Yes.
1: <laughs> and then and then you got the you have the sugar high too. It's just all everything all together.
0: <laughs> give me the sugar, give me everything I need and my, I'm like, "Yes, let's roll." Um and people yes. would have been drinking champagne and wine and it's everything is yeah. like that sweet course really does just take you up the top for personally. So lock and load. Nadri knows it's important to find the perfect finishing touch for your wedding day. Even if you've already spent most of your budget on the dress, the venue, et cetera, I mean, you deserve a little sparkle. So that's why Nadri creates the most stunning, highest quality fashion jewelry with show-stopping sparkles often mistaken for real diamonds. Let's get real. You need to accessorize for the engagement party, bridal shower, rehearsal dinner, the wedding, and the honeymoon. Thankfully, Nadri has you covered with the perfect jewels for every occasion. Plus, if you need to find the perfect bridal party or mother of the bride gifts, Nadri's got you covered. Nadri jewelry is meticulously made like fine jewelry using the highest grade materials to ensure durability, shine, and that show-stopping sparkle that the brand is so well-known for. When it comes to jewelry for your big day, you were in the best hands with Nodre. And best of all, you get 20% off your first order with code Bride, Valid now through June 30, 2024. Discount must be entered at checkout and cannot be combined with any other offer, promotion, or discount. Try Nadri for yourself by visiting nadri.com slash discount slash Betch's Bride. Learn more, find the perfect jewelry and take the quiz to find out your bridal style on Nadri's wedding shop page. All new customers will get 20% off their first order on Nadri.com slash discount slash Bride. That's N-A-D-R-I.com slash discount slash Bride. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you. music are you having at the wedding? We
1: are having... (laughs) A, <laughs> we are having a band so that is another big thing that Chris is very into as well <laughs> he kind of has you know his um, big song requests, but we have a five piece band that's going to be coming and they're doing everything from top 40 all the way down to okay. 70s and 60s music um, he told me that they kind of like to have the songs you know they'll do all the family friendly ones to start and then mm-hmm. they'll start kind of getting into the more dancey later into the yep. evening so I, I really yep. like there's a strategy Adity behind it. I never knew that there mm-hmm. was. Yep.
0: Once the more mature yes. people start to depart, then we start paying, playing the things with curse words in them. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> this is true. This is true.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, on the music element, too, um, I actually play the piano myself, and my dad plays the guitar. So um, we are actually going to do a little father-daughter song <laughs> that's going to be at the reception as well. So we're really, really looking forward to that. Yeah, that's actually been very difficult is just finding the right song for us to play because there's so many that we have played in the past together. So we're not sure if we want to do something that's more relative to a wedding or more just something that's special between him and I and so we're, we're working on it what does your heart say you know my heart says piano man by Billy Joel <laughs> and that is because something it's something that we used to play all the time when I was a kid and we both know it like the back of our hands and it's just kind of like a special song between him and I um I think that it might be hard just because it's not it doesn't really fit into a wedding at all it's of course not a Why wedding not? song in any capacity does it need- mean um, What is a wedding song? You know, that's a great question. I mean, the ones that we see, all the father-daughter dance songs, they're incredible and we'll likely choose one for our first dance. Mm -hmm. But I think we also want to steer away from the sentimental kind of sappy songs that you know could potentially come into play with um fathers yeah. and daughters just because that's not really us i think okay. we're, we're more fun happy. Okay. <laughs> and we're yeah more more happy and, and upbeat and um again yeah it's just a song that we we really love and it makes me think of him
0: <laughs> well the way that your face is right now i don't understand why that's not the song I'm just I I, I will always play that, devil's yeah. advocate here, but <laughs> I was like, Yeah. It's like it's like why why run away from a good thing? Yeah. Because you think it has to be something else.
1: That's true. And and that's probably something that I'm just getting caught up on altogether with the design and everything. It just has to, I think, flow a little too cohesively, where I'm almost mm. getting in my head about things a little bit, this being one of them. So mm-hmm. it's it's a great point. <laughs>
0: Let it flow. Gut instinct yeah. is first. The one that feels the most right is it. If it's yeah. feeling too contrived or forced or not flowing easily, that's when you know you're off your path. Yeah. Whenever a vendor is giving too much pushback and we're having to, it's like, this isn't, this isn't the one, this isn't it. It should flow. It should be easy. If when it's meant to be, it'll be the same way you and Chris and your worlds collide it. It should be easy. It should flow. It should get you here. So I'm pro piano man, but I don't know if our listeners <laughs> care or whatever, but they're they're probably going to say, yes, but you're gonna love you piano know, it, man. <laughs> you love, you know, it like the back of your hand, the way that you're smiling when you talk about it, you guys, it's a memory from childhood. You're kind of full circle moment playing it at your wedding, and it'll probably tell the story throughout your life together. Um, and it's going to be a beautiful memory that'll stay in your mind. Well, even when he's passed and gone. So I think it's something to hold on to. And that's my favorite thing about weddings is like you're creating some memories that you could really sink your teeth into that will come back to you for the rest of your life. That's what weddings yeah. are. So yeah. invest in them and make them, make them truly yours. So I want to talk a little bit about this decor. Yeah. What's on your mind about the decor? She's going to say so. everything. Watch her say everything. <laughs> Won't just because you said that.
1: Um, <laughs> the biggest thing, actually. So we'll go a little bit more into our reception venue. So I mentioned that there is okay. an indoor and an outdoor space. Um, the outdoor space overlooks a pool and it overlooks the ocean and actually a big grassy area. So it has a lot of very very pretty views. Um, in between the outdoor space and the actual ballroom is a foyer that is quite large. I wish I had the dimensions for you. Um but it's a lot it's a lot of space. And so okay. what we have been kind of going back and forth with is whether or not we even outfit that middle foyer area just because guests likely won't be spending a lot of time there unless of course the weather decides to be known and we're going to have everyone inside. Thing. Yeah. So I struggle with two things. Number one is just How much we should invest in really designing that outdoor cocktail space Mm -hmm. as a whole, just because guests will only be spending an hour and a half max out there. And then again, back to what we were just talking about with the flow, how we just kind of have everything flow fairly cohesively from the outside into the ballroom space. If there's even anything necessary in that foyer at all, maybe we just have everybody walk from the outdoor to the indoor.
0: One, I, I hear you. And I see where that could be a thing. And I will give you a little permission that not every space requires decor. If. How does it look currently? Do you feel confident? Like, because sometimes venues like this might have like some faux flowers up against something. And there's a little, there's like a little credenza somewhere that has a little lamp on it kind of thing. Describe to me the existing foyer space. Is it blank or does it have like interior decor?
1: Yes. So the existing foyer is completely blank. The foyer Mm. itself is the entrance to the three ballrooms and meeting spaces that they have. So I have been there before while they have events and usually they will bring in couches or flowers or something to that effect just to kind of outfit it a little bit more. But right now it is a completely blank canvas. The outside area, though, has plenty of greenery around it. It already has its own stringed lighting. It already has lots of florals that are out there that really would look great if we just brought out tables with white tablecloths.
0: Okay. So first step would be identify the budget for decor that you want to spend and I would focus on what are my priority spaces, like what are the spaces that are going to be photographed the most and which spaces are going to be interacted with your guests the most. And that's, of course, your ballroom reception space. And then I always put my cocktail hour as like the next best thing. And then I would put this foyer as your third bucket. Now, this your foyer is going to fall into, if we have some extra money from our allocated budget, I'm going to throw this. But at the same time, you should plan to decorate it in totality. So that way, you know exactly what you want to do and you know how much it's going to cost. And then you can strike it if it doesn't work out. Specifically, design all of your spaces from this is the dream, understanding your budgets in place. Sometimes just don't pay attention to your budget. Just design it the way you really want to design it, like lean into it really hard. And then I make a secondary design of these are the components that I would be okay with and they're cheaper. So I des- I designed two events I design events, sometimes dually, (laughs) if that makes sense. I design, this is in budget. This is the one I would love to have. How can I intersect the two to get some of the things from the love budget? Am I willing to sacrifice something from another line item in my budget to get everything I want for this design? Again, me not seeing the space, I'm like, yeah, that foyer, not it. But it could be an opportunity to put... A welcome table, an escort board. It could you could bring trees in and and kind of make give it environmental because I haven't seen it, so I'm not I'm like, is it blank blank? Is it do you need pipe and drape like how, do you need to add warmth to it? So ask them, has everyone always decorated it, or have there been instances where no one's decorated it, and what does that look like?
1: Got it. Yeah, I mean there are a few paintings and mirrors that are on the walls and just have been have stayed there and they're very pretty and they kind of go with with the look of the hotel and everything, but they're not necessarily wedding centric or anything to that
0: effect. Yeah. Yeah, if anything it would to me when I hear foyer I'm like kind of a lobby of a hotel that's blank and I'm like the most immediate thing I would do is put a really big table in it. And I would sit a really big floral, like a bountiful floral arrangement, maybe put a sign that says, welcome to our wedding and like call it because you're only it's only a pass through space that you're trying to in- make inviting. Like you're going to see this little plant or the flower and be like, oh, this is nice. Then you're going to keep going. You're like, where's the bar? Where's that? Hmm? Where's yeah. <laughs>
1: I love the idea of a big <laughs> table, though, because that would take up so much space. But my whole concern was just what do we do with, with all of it, especially because it's going to be completely closed off only for our guests. And so I want mm. people to be able to be out there if they would like to. Um, but yeah. there's no real reason to because the party and the alcohol is going to nope. be inside. <laughs> In another space. Yep, yep.
0: Yeah, it's like don't, don't feel forced to put seating out there because if you put seating out there, people will go out there to sit. And you'll yeah. lose people from where you want them to be. So only put seating where you want people to be. That's a great
1: point. And then, of course, if, I, if it does rain or anything, we can bring our
0: seats back inside. <laughs> yep. When I'm creating designs, floor plans are so crucial because you have something in your head. But once you see it down, like once you see that big table, you'll let, you'll, you might be like, oh, I actually want this now or I want this high boy in here. Or I want to do a floral wall and I want to put our monogram on it so we can turn it into like a step and repeat, like you would do for a corporate event or something, but a wedding where people can come and make it an Instagram moment as they're walking in. So there are so many things that you can think about, but once you see them on a floor plan, you can either scratch them completely or say, oh, this is a great idea. I love it. And there's a floor plan company that I use that I do them myself. They're super easy. And I have her coming on the show to talk to us about how to make these floor plans so you can see it yourself. Rebag is a luxury resale marketplace. They have a curated collection of investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry. Each piece is carefully vetted and verified by experts. You can buy and sell finds from the world's top brands including Hermes, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. That's rebag.com to get 10% off your first purchase with code REBAG10. And now it's time to ask our expert, each episode, we'll be inviting wedding experts and insiders onto the podcast to dig deeper into our bride's biggest problem areas. Today, we have with us Randy Bichelle, founder and CEO of Mary. Mary is a 3D design platform that helps bring your wedding vision to life. Randy, how are you?
2: I'm good. How are you, Fallon?
0: I'm great. We've got Claire on here. And when Claire told me about her design, they're not even dilemmas yet, but they are problems <laughs> that can be helped, challenges I love that. I was like, Randy's, Randy's going to know how to help Claire decorate and create a beautiful wedding. So I'm very, very excited. So Randy, you have built Mary. How did that all come about?
2: So I was Claire. (laughs) I was (laughs) getting married. Uh, I got married in 2019 and I really, really struggled with making all of the decisions that go into planning your wedding because I couldn't visualize it. Like I'm just missing that part of my brain that allows me to visualize something that isn't in front of me. And so I was like cobbling it together in a PowerPoint slide of like taking screenshots of things from Pinterest and different rental company websites and like a brick wall for my venue, you know, (laughs) to set the backdrop. And that was kind of the light bulb moment for me when I was like, why are there all these 3D visualization applications for interior design? Um, but it doesn't exist for event planning.
0: So Claire, this is very exciting. So I use Mary like religiously. And it's funny because I just did a wedding in Vermont and like we brought trees inside. I was able to get the exact linens. Randy has a great kind of a repertoire of furniture and rentals and linens. Mm -hmm. So I was able to pull everything together. And when I tell you the rendering looks exactly like the photos that the photographer just sent back and I was like, ah! It's so amazing when it actually makes it it makes it sing. So and yes, you can hire rendering artists, but they're kind of expensive. And to do edits, it's really hard. This is something that you can truly do yourself. You can play with it. You can do a few iterations. You can try different configurations. So it's super, super fun. And I think you're going to have a lot of fun with it.
1: I mean, I would love to know more because I think this is going to solve all of my challenges, as you said. Um, But I think, I mean, just where would I start? I mean, I I truly, besides knowing that I want white tablecloths, don't have anything further.
2: Yeah. All right. Blank slate. Yeah. Blank slate. (laughs) So I think the, the way to think about how you're going to design your event on Mary is there's two components to it. The first is where is the event happening? Like what is the physical location? Maybe it's at a a venue, maybe it's in your backyard, like wherever it is, we need to render the space. And then the second component is how are you going to fill up that space with your tables and chairs and lighting and florals, et cetera. So we have to build your venue and then we have a catalog like Fallon mentioned of all those other items that you can then apply, you know, to that space. It feels like you're playing The Sims, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, but you're designing designing your wedding. So let's start with like getting your 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 venue uploaded. So all that we need from you is a floor plan with one measurement or a skip. And then my team takes that floor plan. We do some research on the venue. We find some images online and we create a 3D model. Um, and we flip that back to you pretty quickly. And if you are kind of what we call the client uh, and you only really need to plan one event because hopefully you're only getting married once. Um it's free. Totally free for you to use. Wow. When we work with event professionals like Fallon, you know, they have professional subscriptions, but for you guys it's it's totally free. And so we can create that venue for you and then you'll have access to it to kind to literally like zoom around it and and get a sense of uh you know, in this room, this is what it looks like, in this area, this is what it looks like, etc. Then once that space is built, I'm not exaggerating, you have 73 thousand items to choose from, from like rentals and and decor items. So I would recommend um, kind of using that catalog as a way to almost do research, right? So similar to how you would research, um, you know, I'm looking for a new summer dress online and maybe you would filter for like length or color or whatever. You can go into our table class category and say, I want white. And maybe I want like white lace or white, you know, velour, whatever that is. So we have everything fully attributed the same way it would be on any other e commerce site so that you can find things that you're looking for based on your style preference or budget, et cetera. And then you're kind of like dragging and dropping things around, seeing it come to life. You can add five different options, right? Like maybe there's five different tablecloths that you see and you're like, oh, I like all of these. And then when you load into your 3D venue, you can toggle those five different options on or off until you make your final decision.
0: So chairs is like my toggle. Like I'll and you can basically create what they call like a wish list. So when I go into a new client's folder, and also you can search the rental company that's specific to your area. So th- so I, there are some specialty rental companies that have specialty items, and I'll filter my search so that I'm only searching rentals from those people so that I know exactly where I need to get things from. But I'll pick like five different chairs from the specialty rental company that I need to work with. Maybe it's a preferred vendor from the venue. And once I put it in the 3D model, I'll literally just switch chair. And I'll do this while I'm having a call with the client and until we both, until I see her face light up, I haven't found the chair yet. And then we'll hit on one. I'm like, that's the chair. So (laughs) it's so, it's so, and it also shows you spacing. It's like the tables will highlight themselves in red to show you this is too close to this close, too close to the wall says that this, this ain't gonna work. So it's very, Randy, I could, I could shout to the Hilltops, how amazing (laughs) your your platform is, but
1: the Sims analogy gave me a lot of context. (laughs) I I, I can, I uh, I can relate to that one. So that's great. Um, But I guess, I mean, someone like me, I was telling Fallon earlier, I do, I have so many ideas in different directions that I want to go. I probably would need even more direction. Are there just kind of basis floor plans or basic design and decor that I can start with and then kind of swap out from there to give me some baseline?
2: Love this question. (laughs) So if the venue has already been added to our catalog, which at this point, we have thousands, you can actually choose if you want to start from scratch or use one of the templates that the venue has said, like, this is typically how people lay out the space. Or we also give people the option to like publish their prior designs. So it's almost like user generated content Mm. among, you know, different planners and and consumers of how they've designed the space in the past. If it is a brand new venue though, like maybe we didn't have it, there won't be a template yet, but that's where the visualization really comes in, because you can kind of create a version and name it like option A, or you can even call it like plan A versus rain plan or 100 guests versus 120 guests. And you can create as many versions as you need and then literally just cycle through them. Wow,
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Any sort of template would be great. And then even if it's, you know, my venue isn't on there for whatever reason, I can look at past examples of other mm-hmm. designs that people have done. Right. So I can just kind yeah. of look through. Yeah, that would be super great.
2: That's also where like working with you, Fallon, comes in because I love how you said like you'll screen share, right? So <laughs> the, the way that we love seeing people use it is collaboratively. Like we always say it's like a 3D Google Doc. So Fallon can create, you know, like a, a baseline idea for you and like add a bunch of stuff and then invite you and invite the florist and invite the caterer, like whomever needs to be involved. And you guys can all kind of chime in and, and give your opinions.
0: And you have a month of or a three month coordinator, Claire? Three month. Yeah, Three month. So design kind of needs kind of needs to be done by then, but ultimately what similar to what Randy was saying, like hopefully your venue kind of has the baseline of like either this is what's included with your rental, like maybe they already have tables and chairs that you can plug in play. But also like I, I mentioned before, once you have a clear budget, and you know the rental company you kind of maybe have to rent from or your basic rental company that you want to rent from, I would say just go in there and start looking at the chairs. Start with chairs. I always start with a chair, to be honest, because a table is a table. Tables and chairs. Yeah, I start with a table and a chair. If you're not doing a farm table or a glass table, I love a glass table. But anyway, (laughs) if if you're doing just a regular table with linen, start with chair and start with a linen. And then from there, everything else, because Randy also, uh, Mary also has the option for you to work with your florist and like pull florals and they've had tree, like it's, it's, it's great if you're going to design it, but for you, I would say just focus on the linen, the chair, and you can also upload glassware so you can see how busy the tabletop will be. My favorite is you can see it from night and day. So there's a feature Mm -hmm. so you can turn it, you can see the venue at night and day so you can see how the. Girl, y'all can tell I love this thing. But anyway, so it gives you so much power. You can have lighting. Yes. (laughs) You can add chandeliers, pipe and drape, everything. So all of – so, but for you, I would say, understanding this is your first – there is going to be a learning curve. It's like any any type of system like this where you're not used to work. So just be patient with yourself and just keep tinkering with it because once you get the hang of it, you're going to be like – oh, what if we actually did this? It's going to give you, it's going to open you up to try something once you get the base out of the way. Would you say, Randy?
2: I completely agree with that. Uh, Give yourself 30 minutes to just play around. And anytime the Sims analogy resonates, like I know someone will be successful in the (laughs) platform because it's literally built to, to, to feel like that. So, you know, play around with it for 30 minutes. And Fallon, I completely agree. Like the whole idea of this is it should give you ideas that you otherwise wouldn't have known or thought of because you can literally see it. And you don't know because you've never planned a wedding before what all of the possibilities are. So being able to go through all of the different categories that Fallon just mentioned and seeing all of your different options is meant to kind of help you bring out your own creativity, but also give you confidence in the decisions that you're making.
1: Definitely, definitely, and um, Fallon had mentioned earlier maybe designing kind of two events: one with our dream, and then one with something that's more within budget. Is there an opportunity for me to have multiple
2: drafts? <laughs> yeah, okay. you can create up to twenty versions of your. Wow! Event. Yeah. Oh my god! The only reason we limit it is because it's a lot of data to load. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But up to, up to twenty different versions of your event, you can have. Yeah. Oh, that's that's plenty. <laughs> yeah,
0: and. I'm like, I'm doing a wedding in the Cape right now and it's a private estate wedding. So we didn't have a venue. It's, I had to contact the tent company, get the measurements of the tent and we sent them to, to Mary and they made the little tent thing happen and we put the tables in there and it was really cool just to we. I, I think I have 12 versions right now of various table chairs, linens, the bars over there, the bars over here, this type of lighting. So you could have Chris might not hear from you for like a week. And you might be in a closet. <laughs> <I know. laughs> He'll be
1: hearing from me through this podcast. <laughs> <Literally> like, <that. laughs>
0: exactly. it's like So you're like, that's it's it's really fun to see how you can play with it. But at the same time, like Randy was saying, this, sh- this should be collaborative. And I think this is a conversation that you want to have with your catering partners and you want to have a conversation with your floral designer, your and if like assuming that your catering might be managing the rentals, have that combo with them because they might be saying, well, these are the chairs and the ta- and this is the stuff that's in your package. So make sure everyone's on the same page with what's in your head mm. and you can do it visually through Mary. And then they can be like, this is possible, or we'll have to edit some things, sister.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I always say that the common language everybody speaks is what it looks like. Um, Mm. Otherwise, everybody kind of has different ideas in their head and also kind of different priorities. Um, And so we actually hear from caterers all the time how frustrated they get because people make design decisions without taking into account the implications on
0: you know, food service,
2: what, how, yeah, how they're serving the food. And so this is a good way to bring them into the conversation.
1: Definitely. Yeah. And just the the illustrative part of it too, I think can just kind of narrow it down for everybody and everyone who has, yeah. who has thoughts about design.
0: Yeah. Well, especially once you start to see some of the things that were in your head, once you see them outlined, you can clearly say, I don't like this anymore. In my head, I was like, I thought I would love this chair. And now I'm like, oh, no, that's that's actually terrible. So it really gives you some permission to like, let's throw all your favorites against the board. And then you're like, that's not actually going to work. So once Claire kind of plays with it and gets it through, now it's time to physically seat guests. How does that work with the platform?
2: So this is a funny question because when, when I first built Mary, I was like, we're not a like guest management platform. Like there's so many seating chart tools out there already. Meanwhile, I personally did mine with like hand drawn, you know, post it <laughs> And but, post-its, yep. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, feedback that we got was like, well, if I'm making my floor plan and design on Mary, like. Just let me upload my guest list and see people. So lo and behold, we also have a whole guest management and seating chart feature where Claire, you can upload your guest information. So who they are, you can categorize them. So like they're in the bridal party, they're a coworker, they're this, they're that. You can even like set their meal selection, dietary restrictions, et cetera. And then from your 3D design, you can add people to tables And you can even assign them to certain seats if if you're doing that. And then when you export your design, which is super important for the day of the event to make sure everybody knows, you know, what's (laughs) happening, not only does it show all of the design elements, but also who's going where, who has a nut allergy, who, you know, chose, Mm -hmm. you know, the vegetarianist versus whatever. So we really bring together the like logistical components of, the event as well as the more like inspirational and aspirational components of the design.
1: That's fantastic. I mean, those exports are probably arguably the most important part of all of it, right? (laughs) Just to make sure that it's executed properly. Correct.
0: (laughs) Your coordinator is probably going to sing when she meets up with you for your three-month meeting. She's going to be like, I'm sorry, what what have you done? You're going to be like, here's my my rendering of my... (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be well on your way. Are there other things coming down the pipe, Randy, for you guys or some new additions? Are you allowed to share with our listeners? Yes.
2: (laughs) So we touched on it a lot already in in just the past few minutes. But the idea is you're like shopping from real items to design your event. We are now uh, kind of automating the process of how that becomes an actual rental order. (gasps) And so we have a few pilot partners that we're working with there. Yep. Mm -hmm. So that shopping cart that currently you can just export, you'll be able to actually submit an order um, to rental companies, which is huge time savings for everyone involved. And then the other thing that I always touch on, just because I think people forget how important lighting is to the overall design.
0: Can you say that louder? (laughs) How important lighting is? Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Think, Claire, things I did not know when I was in your shoes how much money you should allocate to lighting because it is so important. And if you should borrow budget from somewhere else and allocate it to lighting because it just makes such a big difference. Mm. And it's one of those things that you don't understand the value of until you see it, enter Mary. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so we have a few lighting tools, like we mentioned, chandeliers and and uplighting, but I feel like everyone is doing kind of like bistro lighting and and hanging lights right now. And there's just so much more kind of lighting functionality that we're, we're adding. So that's coming very soon
0: love. Claire, are you doing lighting? I am now. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) You know, I I had given a little bit of thought to it. um, But, you know, just in terms of even lighting, the uplighting placement, things like that um, are things that I'll definitely have to play around with because Mm -hmm. it would need to be cohesive throughout the entire ballroom.
0: Yeah. And lighting is definitely my step one. How am I lighting the space? And generally, it's I'm downcasting, I'm creating washes because you're trying to create shadows and dimension to your space. So it's not like you walk in and all the lights are on. First of all, I hate overhead light in any generic space. So it's like I'm always one girl that's sitting in the room that's dark. So when you're talking about your foyer, sometimes you don't even need decor like a physical, tangible thing. If you just turn the lights down and maybe put an uplight in, in two cor- in corners of the room, you've, cr- a setting, done, sold, and all you've done is add light in a different way. So I think also when you're working at traditional venues, sometimes they already have lighting exclusive. So work with them to talk through if there's a lighting vendor that you have to work with that already knows the space, especially if it's a historic moment. And talk to them about what can and can't we do, that type of thing. But also talk to your rental company about if you can hang lights or any of those things. There's so much. I could, I could go on and on and talk about the ins and outs of lighting and hanging it and getting it up. So
2: <laughs> yeah, I had no idea like how important lighting was. And it just sets the mood and the tone for everything else. I agree with you, Fallon. Like, you could not do so many things just by
0: adding light, adding lighting. Yeah. Yeah. But it's a hard but I hear I hear it's a hard sell because you can't you can't see it really. But, you know, you know, good lighting when you walk. I I can know a well produced wedding based on the lighting.
1: Yeah. Interesting. And what's so cool about the Mary platform is that we can see the lighting in all different Mm -hmm. times of the day, too. So that will make it even more helpful.
2: Yeah. When you flip on that night mode, we like amp up. The lights because obviously it's you so see them cool. more, you know, when it's darker in the space.
1: I, I could just imagine myself sitting there, going from night to day, night to day, night to day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> click, 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 yes. yeah. <laughs> but it also gives you an it gives you a taste of how shadows will reflect, and mm. like if you're doing something over your dance floor, like it'll you know there's a there's a lot to explore. Claire, you might become a designer after this. You might you might render, you might, you know, sell your services as a designer on the off, <laughs> off chance of this. But your I think your planner is really going to help you execute okay. kind of your visions. Give give yourself that running start, play with different fabrics, play with things that you wouldn't consider. Just try it on. It's like dress shopping like Randy was saying earlier. It's like this is your time to walk into the store and just try it all on. Check the pricing, check what's available. And again, make that those floor plans that you definitely can afford and make the ones that you're like I would love it if I could just have this napkin color or this napkin yeah. pattern and I think that'll really that'll really set you straight
1: oh definitely I have so many good things to come back with I'm feeling so refreshed and
2: excited about this <laughs> oh
0: that's good that's what you need that's what we want you to feel
2: yeah this is the fun part
0: yeah yes. Randy are there other tidbits or pro tips that you'd love maybe you're non-wedding planner or non-professional users to keep in mind when they're leaning into Mary?
2: I would say use it as a way to not get overwhelmed. The way that we organized the interface of the platform is like by category, right? So like there's a tool for your tables and a tool for your lighting and a tool for your draping and a tool for your tenting. So like go one by one. And you see, you build on top of each other. And so the order of them is very intentional <laughs> um, because decisions that you make about one thing, obviously, you know, affect the other, but just go one by one. Think about, you know, okay, I want to first design my tables to balance point. Like a table is kind of a table. Once you know, is it a round table? Is it, you know, a long table, etc. Okay. I really like the wishbone chair. I'm, I'm locked into the wishbone chair. Okay. Well, now what tabletop items will look good with those chairs. So you're building things on top of each other and it's intentionally built to help you kind of think of one thing at a time.
0: I like that. It's like making a cake. (laughs) (laughs) Love
2: a good method and a good strategy. (laughs) Yeah. It's overwhelming. Like you're doing this for the first time. You don't know what decisions you do or do not have to make. Nobody gives you like a checklist. I mean, maybe if you're working with a you know, a very organized planner, they do. But oftentimes, you don't have like the universe of decisions that you need to make. And you have no idea how much things cost. No idea. And so this also gives you a sense of, well, do I want to spend my budget on chairs because I hate the chairs that my venue provides? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or am I going to just stick with those chairs because they're kind of your basic Shavari chair, they work, and I'd rather invest that in lighting.
0: Yeah. Well, in my thing, it's usually the floor, it's the carpet. When I'm at a space, I'm sometimes I'm like, I wish this carpet would die and crawl away, please. So it's like, how am I using lighting to make the, because no one's ever really looking at the carpet. You see the carpet because it's blank. How am I bringing all of the fabulous decor to put on top of it? So no one even knows that that carpet is there. And how am I using lighting to pull everyone's eye to be like, yeah, this place is amazing. But if you saw the carpet, honey, woo, woo, woo. <laughs> I agree with Randy. Take your time. It's a new tool. It's a new something. And pace yourself. But at the same time, be collaborative. Work with the other people on your team to make sure that the, your ideas, you don't, you don't need them to validate it. You just, just say like, hey, guys, this is what I'm thinking. You come up with what you want this to look like and work with them to make sure they can make it happen for you. Was this helpful?
1: So so helpful. I I'm taking all the notes. I'm gonna re-listen when this airs. <laughs> I feel like a wealth of information. Thanks to you and Randy.
2: <laughs> Good. The last thing I'll say, Claire, along with what Fallon just said, is once your planner and and vendors understand what's in your head because you've laid it out for them, you will get better ideas out of them. Also, hmm. because we're like nobody knows what's in your head. And mm-hmm. so again, when I was planning my wedding, clearly I struggled. I went to the flower market with my, my florist and we ended up completely changing the design of everything we were doing because of one moment when I said, I love these. And he was like, that's what you want? I thought it was like this. And I was like, no, no, no. So because we could physically see... Mm. examples and ideas, he understood what was in my head because clearly I was not articulating it and everything changed from there. And he was also so much more excited about the vision than what he originally thought I wanted.
1: Okay. Yeah. So just speaking it through with, with everyone. And like you said, sparking Mm -hmm. other ideas, that's super helpful.
0: Yeah, you don't have to let the weight of the design just rest on your shoulders solely. And I think a lot of people are like, how am I going to make this wedding look nice? Because ultimately, we're also focused on not making it break the bank. And we think if we ask someone else, they're going to charge us and it's going to be this. And at the same time, we're all creative partners. It's great for our reputation, too, that this looks absolutely stellar. And we also want to try new things and we want to get what's in your head because that's what we do for a living. So it's let us play with you. And you know involve us in that, but I agree with I agree with Randy. It's like that floral preview. Sometimes you may you may not go to the floral market, but once you have your merry floor plan and you see how everything's laid out, have your catering company see if they when they do your tasting, have those elements there for you. Have your florists bring the florals, pop it down, and make sure you're like, this is great. This is this is it. Yeah.
2: Now you don't have to go to the market. You can just drag and drop.
0: it's perfect oh my god All right, guys I I think we're going to call that a wrap I think that was good Claire you got any other questions no I think
1: this is again really super super helpful and thank you both for spending your time and talking to me and giving me some guidance and I will keep you updated in January
0: (laughs) we're very excited to see what you come up with Good luck. Well, that's it for this episode of Betch's Brides. Randy, where can people find you? What's the website? What's your Instagram? All the things.
2: So our Instagram is just at Mary, M-E-R-R-I. And our website is bmary.com, B-E-M-E-R-R-I.com.
0: Claire, we can't wait to see more from your wedding. You guys can follow the show at Brides on Instagram. You can follow me at Fallon Carter Events. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. We'll have new episodes every single Monday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss our next episode. Thank you so much for listening, and till death do us part. batches